Every year, one thing is always predictable. Postage costs go up. Stamps.com gives you crazy discounts of up to 89% off USPS and UPS services, so your business will barely notice the change. Stamps.com has been indispensable for over 1 million businesses just like yours. It's like your own personal post office. No lines, no traffic, no waiting. Sign up with promo code PROGRAM for a four-week trial plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com code PROGRAM support. Curtis Fleming is there on the edge of the air. Fleming for That's Craig it. Hignett. Hit it, Higgy. Higgy hits the track. Abanelli coming alive again. Janino wants the ball played to him. Abanelli spots out. Welcome back to the Borough Breakdown podcast. Um, and how about this? Uh, you're not with Johnny for once. Uh, I'll be your host, Elliot, tonight. I'm here with my good friend, uh, Louis Coltamassi. Louis, welcome to the show. Um, so, um, as always, we're going to chat about Borough. Um, the beautiful Borough, or <laughs> the weekend ruiner, yeah, as you've just described ruiner. it, um, before we came on air. Um, but yeah, uh, just kind of want to gather your thoughts, really, on, on what you make of the season so far. Um... Not been much to shout about, like has there really? To be honest, um, God, where do you even start? It's just been a bit of a car crash, I think. Yeah. Um, I mean, I knew it was going to be a bit of a struggle. Definitely going to be what was it? Everyone saying the transitional season and stuff, but we've certainly underachieved. Oh, than definitely. What, yeah. Than what I thought we'd do. We uh, thought the squad was decent enough to get into the mid table, but I don't know. It's just it's, we've had a few bits of bad luck in games and stuff, but I don't know. We've just been awful. I think we really have just been. We've been pretty off, bad yeah, there. Like, it's just, there's been the not word, much yeah. to shout about yeah, at all. Yeah. Um, what, what was the two wins we had? Was it Wigan and uh, Wigan and Reading? Uh, uh, even they weren't that convincing nil. either. Were yeah, they? Like, no. that, uh, I, I've, I've always said when we come on here that the Wigan game, um, that that sort of lead that we took just came out of the blue. Yeah, um, yeah. we you know, Jamal Law kept getting in behind, and I thought I don't yeah, know Wigan yeah. went one 0 up, and uh, I was in the middle of uh, texting a mutual friend who I was actually Danny. I was I was texting oh, yeah. him saying. Um, you know, I don't know, we're not 1-0 down. And as I was texting him, the ball got crossed in and Brit scored. And I was like, lol, I'll take it back. But, what yeah. was the other one? Was it um, Marvin Johnson's free kick? Like, even then, like, yeah, other that was than that, that was it was just terrible game, well. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah that was scruffy. Yeah. Um, I don't know, mate. It's just been bad times this season, hasn't it? Yeah. I mean, um, I always try and be an optimist about Borough. Like, it's always inside you, isn't it? You want, it, you want us to do well in that, but I don't know. It's been a struggle this season, mate. I don't yeah. Know. What do you make of kind of Woodgate's tenure so far do you think it's um, solely down to to him do you think there's multiple I think factor it's a bit things blame for everyone really isn't it I think yeah. I think the whole club at the moment is just a bit disjointed isn't it there's not really much togetherness um, Woodgate wouldn't have been my first choice personally like I wouldn't have picked him at all but you've got to support him haven't you he's a borough lad and stuff like that but I still think he's out of his depth for me championships are hard like, you know it's a hard league isn't it hmm first job in the championship yeah you know yeah. obviously it's a, it's a tough tough league but I felt like this season there wasn't that many teams that were like you know going to run away with it I thought like we could have at least maybe maybe top half at the best but um, I, yeah he's a bit out of his depth for me uh, you think uh, I think what what I've uh, always said is is, is with Woodgate um I kind of agree with you. He wasn't really my first choice. Um, I think in times of this season, he's been too late to yeah. make changes. Um, whether that be to the the formation that clearly wasn't working. I mean, he come out and said it in the end. For, you know, fair enough. Um, and then obviously changed it. But even in terms of you know that Fulham game the other week, yeah. and, and he kind of then blamed it on the red life. card. And yeah. I'm thinking, well, that's then your time when you make the tactical, the tactical changes. To, yeah, yeah. To um, and that, that's how you influence the game. Yeah, and. and um, but then when it happened, like kind of the, the week or two after, when you know we went uh, ten men against Derby, and you think, mm. well, then Derby capitalised yeah, on it. Yeah, exactly. So um, he was kind of say, he said again, you know, they changed the game. Well, obviously, if you've got you've got a man over, um, or the other team does. So yeah, um, it it is tough, and I, I can't think it all comes down to, to Woodgate really. Um, he's 
been quite naive as well um, in press conferences. Some of the yeah, things he yeah, said, and he, he bit stubborn and stuff. Yeah, and, things, um, yeah. and uh, I mean, I, I can't remember the name of the, the reporter where he was a little bit kind of chewy with the rhetorical question back afterwards. But yeah, I remember. Um, you're frustrated after the heat of a game, aren't you? So it's. I think it's just finally getting up a bit, isn't it? It's all the stress and that. It must be a obviously it's a tough job, but all of the uh, the fans on social media, like, it must get to him. Yeah. He must. I reckon he does check it a little bit. Or oh, people you would, who, you like, would. feedback to him, don't they? Yeah, you would, wouldn't you? Especially his age as well. I think um, some of the more old school managers are maybe just aren't into, yeah, into social aren't media. Into social media, but like, Tony Pulis wouldn't wouldn't have cared at all. Do you know? What yeah, I mean? he wouldn't have even had social media. Even though his mum get on Instagram or something like that. Yeah, he's right. I'm sure okay, he's on that. So he, he has yeah. a social media presence. Doesn't yeah, he? exactly. So yeah, I mean, even you're saying even when. Uh, Monkbot when yeah. he's on Twitter isn't he so when he used to tweet back in the day um, and then people just absolutely hammer him on yeah, the comments after and you think savage, obviously you've seen it's them all so, um, so yeah I mean I, I, if I was a manager you know controlling everything at your hometown club you would check because you, you'd want people to kind of be proud of you and obviously there's always going to be um, you know people want the club to do well and if it's not going well blame yeah. comes back to you really but it's not all his fault though definitely not all oh, his yeah, fault no, no definitely, way yeah. Obviously, the people above him as well. Yeah, he's been. Uh, I think he's been massively let down. Yeah, massively let down. Yeah. I mean, the, the recruit three League One players. It wasn't it. Was it three League One players? Three League yeah. One players and Tommy Mayas. I mean, he didn't set the world alight. Tommy Mayas did he when he was here the first time? Mm. Um, how many players did we let go last summer? It was a fair few, wasn't it? Uh, I can't have done the number off the top of my head, but it was a um, fair few though, wasn't it? And then yeah, we replaced so, them so with Be- Besic and Hugel went um, sort of back in Mikel as um, well, wasn't he? Yeah. In Mikel, and then down in left, Flint left. Um, so See, we didn't, we haven't really replaced them, have we? Like three no, League One players, no. like no disrespect to them, they've, they've obviously come in and tried the best, but you can tell they've obviously that's the still thing, taking the time to adjust to the league, yeah, aren't yeah. they? That, that's the thing with with quality. What we've been saying on here is. It's all right going out and saying, you know, this is our new recruiting model. Um, we're going to scout players from lower leagues and, you know, we're going to try and pick out little gems, I guess, like how a lot of clubs operate these days and Brentford are kind of kings it, yeah, in a sense. But um, if you're going to do it, you need to do it right and you need to have a scouting team which are very experienced on the knowledge and, and doing it at deals where, you know, I mean, we didn't spend an awful lot on doing it, but it's it's one of them. They're not getting anywhere near the first team now. so That's the thing, our recruitment has just been awful mate like that for about five years now like we yeah. all know as fans like <laughs> the holes in the squad yeah and the things that we need to address and they just haven't been addressed at all like yeah. f- we finally got you no know, like two full backs in baller and dyke still but still, yeah, but then they're not even if they're not playing exactly there, that's the thing the center, like they're not even the mid right back which i think johnny Housen does well yeah there, I, I do rate johnny it's, it's, it's one of those definitely. where we signed a right back so we could play johnny house in his natural position yeah exactly I think if we had because I, I really like johnny house when he is Back at centre mid, when there's him and McNair there, I think they played there in that That's passing best, game. What yeah. we're talking about, they were, they were really duo, good. So, um, yeah, it's it, like you said, the the word is disjointed. That the the team is very weird when you, you see lineups, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was last year, obviously. But Tony Pulis, credit to him, we've been kind of saying it the past couple of weeks on here. Not that we'd ever want him back because it's his football was his, his football is awful, and, all, yeah. and people kind of. Um, the prerogative is now is oh well yeah we were third second but uh, at this point last year or whatever wherever it was um, and it's all well and good but if Pulis was to get more than an 18 month contract what he did get um, you know four year contract what, what state would the club be in once he leaves if you've got loads of you've got 11 Sam Vokes on the pitch yeah I'm going to say 11 centre backs and yeah <laughs> um, you've got no players with resale value after that yeah I'm going to say like it was he was the one who bought Savile, wasn't he? Uh, was he the one who bought Savile? Yeah, Savile like, and what Flint. A waste of money, personally. Oh, for me, could, I, I just thought seven million was it? Seven million? Seven million yeah. Like that just makes you think like we can't keep throwing money away like that. No, like we no. can't keep like as a club. No, keep running like that because we'll we just end up yeah dropping away, won't we? And stuff so, like that. There's two thing, two things on that. So obviously, one, um, you know, Pulis was obviously all he kept on saying when he was here was always, "Yeah, oh, Steve spent a lot of money at this club. I'm, I'm the one that's cutting back, whatever." And because he sold Bamford and and Traore, Traore yeah. he, you know, he he was saying as in like he didn't really spend much, and you know, probably did make a net profit, but he still spent he still spent um, money on uh, was it McNair? Sav- Savile? Oh, I don't think it was McNair. Savile, Savile and Flint. 
yeah, Flint thinking, was well, five million for Flint yeah, as well. And you like, think like twelve million between those two players, two. and it's like none of them. And Johnny Woodgate spent two point three mil. Was it? Is it I even think that it was much? like three hundred k on Brown, Brown and then, then two one. Uh, maybe one point five. One, it was on about one point five for Dyke Steel, wasn't it? Oh, oh, oh no, wait there. Which one was Baller free? Yeah, you might have got it. Yeah, I think Baller was free, wasn't it? So Dyke Steel, yeah, one point five. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, one point eight. And it's a huge difference there, but um, you know Tony Pulis used you know used to always say that. But then the second thing I was going to say was when we were kind of saying about recruitment is, is we went from one model to the other, but it's one extreme to the other. So you go from paying yeah. over the odds on players that aren't worth it for fives and seven billions um, to all right spending not very much, but players they're just not very they're not good enough. Um, is that, you you, that right don't balance. you think they're good enough? The three players we've signed. There's, there's there's been glimpses from them yeah. where I think the they can play well. Um, I think out of all of them, I like Dykesdale. Dykesdale's definitely the best um, out of the best out of the bunch. Like yeah, um, it's sort of he's made a few mistakes when he's played at times, but his his recovery. I'm gonna say he's got the confidence to go and try it again, hasn't he? Yeah, I, I do like the look of him actually. I think there's definitely a player in there. Um, Baller, we've kind of when, when uh, me Johnny and Dana have been talking about him, um, is that we're all kind of in agreement that. I think when he's played, um, Ashley Fletcher's been on the left, and because Ashley Fletcher not likes to drift in field, there's yeah, not enough yeah. protection there. So when he likes to get forward as well, that's when we've Bell been exposed a lot yeah. on that side. Um, and I think that's what happened at that Sheffield game when it was an absolute mauling. Yeah, um, so, yeah, I, I think Baller, you know, there's room to improve there depending on who's playing in front of him. Um, and then Marcus Brown. Doesn't do it for me, like no, I, I don't think, even though he was playing um, majority of his games at Oxford out wide, I know he did play central as, yeah, as well. I think, central, but I, I think I, I think he's better central. I think he's, I think he's got the qualities to to play there um, rather than that wide. I think when he's out wide, he's, I don't know, he's just is too it lightweight, light, isn't he? He just loses yeah. the ball too much. Yeah, yeah um, and player just play down, doesn't it? And he's just he, I don't know, he gets a bit hot headed, doesn't he? Kind of loses flies into. Sort of shoulder badges. See the desires pick. there, isn't it? But the quality yeah. is just like because there was there was twice all earlier in the in the season where he got took off, wasn't it? Half time for Johnson. Yeah, yeah. Um, and that kind of the signs were there after that, wasn't it? Really to say, you know, I think Johnson um, and Fletcher were going to be the the men who, if we ever go back with four three three, got those wide positions yeah. nailed down. But um, I mean, left back's a funny one now, really, isn't it? Because we've got loads say, of people yeah. who have, have played there. So Colson as well, yeah. Friend. Friend, Baller, uh, Baller, and Johnson. John, yeah, he's been filling there. Apparently, well, so it's a funny one. I don't think I put Johnson there. Like, mm. it's not. I, I've when it's been um, like that, I've always worried about it because I remember Savile trying to do that role last year, and it was almost that whoever played on the right for the opposition always got him behind. And yeah. I remember Savile just like watching the ball as it was coming over, and he he just didn't react to it. Um, and I think. I think that I mean I can't really think of evidence where that's happened with, with Johnson so much. Um, but you need someone who's who's got a good balance between the defensive yeah, and attacking and the duties. Attacking side, so yeah. I think they're probably the best at that is this Colson that I've that I've Yeah, uh, yeah, I do like the look of him. He's how old is he? He's quite young laddish, isn't he? Uh, nineteen no, maybe. 20, yeah, uh, yeah. He's, he looks a good player. So it's just the whole squad itself is just mm. really unbalanced, isn't it? I just don't know. It's, Definitely, definitely going to be a tough season, mate. Yeah, definitely. I think um, before the season, we were kind of uh, thinking along the same lines as me that you know we might be mid-table-ish. Yeah, um, the squads. The, if you look at that squad now, it's definitely not relegation. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. there's no. You yeah. look, you look at that team there, and you think ah, maybe mid-table, but yeah. we are definitely underperforming this season. It's been pretty brutal at times, hasn't it? Yeah. Um, there's one question that we kind of got asked the other week, and it's, I'm quite interested in your taking it. Um, it was about kind of Steve Gibson and and um, I guess the club in general, but you know, kind of saying, do you think he needs to come out or somebody needs to communicate more with the fans to to say what's going on? Or I mean, kind of for me, I'm thinking, you know, do we need to? Put, I mean, finances get put out there anyway, and the Gazette yeah, always yeah. cover it. But do we need to be as sort of thingy as? Um, because I don't know if all chairmen or owners do it. So, you know, this is the case. This is what's happening. Um, I'll back Jonathan Woodgate until until whenever. Do you think? Think he needs it? Yeah. But when was the last time he came out and actually spoke to us? Was it the time when he said, "Oh, we're going to smash the league" or something? And then look how that turned out. Yeah, yeah. I think 
fans are just at the moment they're just they don't know what to like believe in do they like mm-hmm. Steve Gibson's not coming out and like clearly stating oh this is the direction we're going to go yeah. you know there's no communication and obviously fans are just feeling disjointed disheartened from the club you know obviously the results aren't there it's just at the moment it's just a really bad like mix of everything I think it's just yeah. he, I think if he came out and obviously just outlined what is plans for the future were maybe the next two three years and we could obviously get something to get behind but at the moment it's just there's just not enough communication between the fans and the clubs I don't think yeah nowhere near enough do you think part of it's probably to do with I think what we were saying off air is that the club skint in a sense and, and when you skint you don't you don't want to let people know that you yeah, skint really do you because it, it makes the situation look very very bad doesn't yeah, it yeah so I'm going to say it's just um, I think yeah I think the money issues are starting to take its toll. I, I, I think just every, I think it's the whole club at the moment. It's just it's just yeah. weird. It's just it's probably the worst era for me that mm. I've been like supporting worse the club. Than, it's worse been than, like worse than Stratton. Yeah, because even <laughs> then we were still I was saying playing well. We were awful under under Stratton, but I don't think did he, I don't think he left he left us when we were fourth bottom. Were we? We were fourth bottom, two points Some, above yeah, us. Something like that. Yeah. And obviously now we're what. Third, third bottom. Yeah. I don't even like to check the table anymore, mate. That's how, that's how <laughs> yeah. bad it's got. Yeah. Like, I've just become that like. No, I'm not even bothered anymore. I, like I, I, I hate saying it, but I just don't know. I just, I'm really starting to just lose my interest in it, yeah, and, yeah. and I really don't want to. Like oh, okay. I it love can, Borough. It can be like that sometimes. And I just, you do become yeah. disengaged when it's just kind of like. Same thing every weekend, yeah. isn't it? Like yeah. like look at um, against QBR where we scored first goal, and I was like, oh, you know, we might crack on here, we might push on, and then. Two minutes later, Nike will scored. I was like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Uh, it's just there's not been many things to get buzzed about or like get happy about, and I think it's just starting to take its toll on everyone. Yeah, um, I seen a. I think I can't think where it was on a thread either on uh, might have been Twitter or Fly Me to the Moon, and uh, they were talking about kind of the atmosphere um, at the Riverside, and it was kind of like uh, saying, you know, do. Basically, the question was put out there: like, do you sing at matches anymore, or why do people not many like sing at matches and so on, and, and the reasons for it? And I think there's just there's tons of reasons for it, um, and it, it's just weird. I, when going to the match now, it's like I don't know. I'm trying to like um, g up my yeah, trying to get nephew. yourself. Um, I'm, I'm trying to get my nephew kind of excited for the game when we go. Really, he, just, he doesn't really want to go. Yeah, um, and it, it's just there's nothing. I mean, and we sit. Six rows, six or seven rows up from Red Faction, so we're, we're in awesome, it. We're right, it? we're right next to the drum. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, even that's not. Do you know what I mean? That there's still not a lot yeah. going on there, and it's kind of, um, like you said, when it gets this bad, um, you become quite disengaged. I think when you kind of look at other clubs and they've been in this situation, the only time when it gets better is say at the end of the season, and you know you're still within a shout of staying up, staying and up, then yeah. the atmospheres get good because it's kind of you. You might survive and, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and so on. Um, so each goal becomes a bit more crucial. But when you're still at the start of the season, you're just doing this bad. It's kind of like everyone's just like, oh my god, let's go. Yeah, everyone just it's people just, walking out. Exactly, that's and the so thing, on, isn't like it? People are just walking stuff, out. So, yeah, like yeah. I, I don't think I went to that game, but I knew a lot of people who were like, oh, we just we left because we couldn't take it anymore. It was that bad. Yeah, like it was. Yeah, and I, I was. I was the highlights. It was that bad as well. I um <laughs> I was downstairs uh, having a pint at halftime and. Um, the amount of people I <laughs> seen walking out was it was incredible, but um, the second half was just just something else. It was um, just like just keep watching it when it was just four one. I was like, yeah. Um, obviously, it was just the Chef Wed fans just singing, Reaches scoring goals for the whole second half. As um, if we let him go, man. What a mistake that was as well. Oh yeah, yeah. It's Remember that goal he scored against was it last season as well? Yeah, boxing day. Yeah. yeah. Um, it's all in hindsight. Really, oh yeah, no mate. I think easy said it now. I think um, before he left, us, I think our opinion of him was he was half decent player, but he was no world beater. Wasn't but now into the team, was he? But now yeah. he, you know, what I mean, he'd walk into the team, he'd oh, be, easy, be the yeah, star easy. player. Easy. Um, but it shows how far to... we've fallen, really, doesn't it? Oh, yeah. not, no offense to obviously Adam Reach and all that, but we're yeah. pretty. Uh, There's no bad one. Times. I mean. You know, when you're you're a kid and you're growing up, and you, you kind of ask someone to pick a to pick star a star player. player and you yeah. think over the years, and you think you know, Traore was for probably a period, Gaston Ramirez, yeah. and so on. And now you look and you think some people might say Brit, but no, no, it, it doesn't. I, I don't. Yeah, yeah, I'm struggling to even think who I would say as a star player. There's I mean, no, obviously, Paddy McNair has been the best player for me this season, yeah. but 
he doesn't like set worlds alight in yeah, terms he of just gets he's, on with he's his a very job, solid yeah. player isn't and he he drives the team forward and stuff but that's we're lacking a lot of flair in the team I think and a lot yeah. of like attacking intelligence we're like we haven't remember when we had um, you know when we had like Lee Tomlin and Adoma like they like them two players were like really I don't yeah. know they could break teams down and like pick the killer pass and yeah. when you were watching them you knew they were intelligent players and then you go to the bar now and it's just all we'll attacking get, players we'll just, get up to about halfway in the opposing half and we just and freeze then, then we just don't yeah, know, we what, just to don't know do. what to do it's yeah. just it's been like that for so many years now and those fans know what the squad needs and what needs to like be addressed but it just never seems to be you know on the manager's obviously say, thoughts or uh, the chairman's uh, thoughts our tactic at the start of the season I think some people uh, some teams have started to try and nullify that now is we'll get it out right and we'll play a little intricate passes between McNair, Howison and, and Johnson and then try and with the ball in the box to yeah. our and the five foot ten, five foot nine striker, however, however tall yeah. you not very tall but is he so um the tactics just it's completely tactic, flawed. Yeah, yeah it's, it's just completely flawed the the whole uh the whole way we're trying to play. Um it's all well and good saying a high press but then then you have to let the other team have the ball yeah. to then high press and win it back. That but, squad's not built for a high pressing game. Oh, no. Not for, not for me anyway, I no. don't think it's I don't know. It's more of a hard working team where they grind teams out, but they certainly can't run for ninety minutes and dictate the play. It's just yeah. not for me. We were we were kinda of saying that and I think where where we kind of give Tony Pulis credit in a sense is is that he kind of knew that. He didn't try and do anything that he knew the squad couldn't in a yeah. sense. He he made it a hard working squad and although it was dire at times we and we grind out, you know, two 0 wins against Ipswich and so on, it was absolutely awful. Um he got points on the ball. Say, say what and you want about him, but he did a yeah. He did and a it's kind of no. it's kind of that, and yeah, it's one of them. What do you get a point? And he's like, I want to play this way, but you you can't do it until you've got those players, yeah. and if you've got no money to spend, exactly. That's that's then, when you, obviously you, you mentioned earlier. Like it's not all Woodgate's Woodgate's fault. No way. Yeah. He's been, I'd say he's been let down massively by obviously Steve Gibson and the people on the top because, like. He needs to like implement his own ideas and his own style on the squad, and it's still not his squad, is it? Like it's yeah. just what he's got. Three of his he wanted more, didn't he? I'm, I think I'm sure oh, yeah, he, he wanted, wanted a lot more. more. Yeah, he wanted a lot yeah. more. And he's he was only definitely got three. He, when it got to deadline day, he said he wanted at least, at least another attacker. Two attackers, player. wasn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. And obviously that never happened. Never does happen, does it? On transfer deadline yeah. day, but yeah, it's just he's been massively let down. But uh, I think it's just hard, man. It's just really is hard at the moment, isn't it? Um. Do you think uh, a possibility of um, someone an, appointing someone higher up would like help a director the situation? Of so either a director of football or somebody else joining the coaching team. I don't see the harm it could do in it, as long as it doesn't undermine Woodgate in any in any sort of way. Um, yeah, that's one word I was going to use. There's just a lot of inexperience around the club at the moment, isn't there? Yeah. Like I don't feel like we have the know-how. Or the experience to get out of this relegation battle, if you get what I mean. Like, it's just hard right now to see where it can go well for us. Like, we're just really struggling. But yeah, I do agree. I think who 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 would you get though? Who, who could you bring in? Neil Warnock. Potentially, I, know he was uh, the name I think I think he would. About. Uh, I think kind of when it comes to directors of football, it's kind of you want someone with a kind of similar tactical mindset, don't you? Yeah, so I think, true. especially with. Um, Neil Warnock it's one of I think with him he'd want to be in in control wouldn't he and if, I think if he's the only one that's advising and then and being like okay but it's it's really up to you Jonathan it it wouldn't work um, yeah, I think you mean, got yeah. someone who's who's a good advisory but um and a good sounding board but they're not going to really be like you've got to do that um I don't know I think it's someone who's got to be a bit younger uh but still quite experienced in the game yeah cuz that because when, like you said, inexperience. All right, yeah, Leo's been the, the coach. He, he's worked with um, Karanka before, but um, other you know, than that, though, he's yeah, not really. R- Robbie Keane, you know, is, is great second player, job, I, I guess, because he's he's been working with Ireland as well, and he's sort of still working with them now. Um, was uh, Danny Coyne? I don't know whether it's Danny his, Coyne. Yeah, is he the goalkeeper second, coach? Yeah, right? I think it's yeah. second position as a coach. Um, he was at League League One or League Two club, um, so doing the same thing. And you think that, that what those four people? Uh, there are probably other people, obviously yeah, not really big names. Like there'll be other fitness coaches and and whatever. Um, 
but in terms of names of people who've who've been you know ex pros or um renowned in the game there's there's no one really um we've been we were linked with uh what's his name Steve round at one point oh yeah uh, Steve and jack ross uh, the Sunderland, Sunderland, Sunderland manager when he yeah. uh, when he got sacked, um, he's went to. He's a good Hibs, coach. I think he's went though, to yeah. he's a good Hibs. Coach. I think Hibs or Dundee, yeah. one of them. Um, now, anyway, so yeah, I think it's difficult. I think we we were saying the other week on here that I think that's only one way we could influence it now because obviously we can't make any transfers. Now. He does need some help, um, doesn't he? Yeah, we were saying that's the only way we can kind of influence it now by getting somebody in who can else who can work with the players and make something else different that's the only real influence you can you can have other than um, going to January and splashing all the cash but obviously that's not uh, our thingy uh, anymore is it well, so yeah, but in not. January as well the prices are inflated aren't they so yeah yeah exactly can't really win at the moment can we no um, and in terms of a director of football uh, I think it'd be a great idea because you know for, depending on what is going to be asked in, in the job role and responsibilities. Um, it'll free up Woodgate a lot to actually just do the coaching. Yeah, I think yeah. the setup's always been at Borough that the manager will do a lot more than just the actual coaching, and it's a hard task to manage when you you're obviously wanting to actually just go out and do the coaching, which is yeah. probably what you've you've been training for 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 years when you've been doing your coaching, your coaching badges. badges. To then actually get in the job and then start doing loads of admin type stuff above you that you think yeah, you there, should no be, clue about. there should be some somebody else who's doing it. Um, so. Yeah, it's, it's a bit weird with that, with the, with the staffing and, and so on. Um, one thing I want to ask you, so if there's, if you only change one thing right now uh, in the squad, um, what would it be? Um, Just the one. Know, there's a lot, a, lot of over thi- <laughs> a lot of things we could overhaul, yeah. but if, if we got to January and say we could only sign either one player or, or I don't know, one department of the team, what would you, what would you do? Number 10 for me. Yeah, number ten. Yeah, someone who can get hold of that ball high up the pitch and just keep hold of it and just you know do something with it and unlock defenses, killer passes. Like like we were saying earlier, it's just we get attacking third and we just freeze, don't we? Like there's yeah, just yeah. no. The players don't seem like they're on the same wavelength. Like it's just that's what that's how it seems to me anyway. Yeah, yeah. But for me, yeah, number ten, number ten would um, just bring the midfield and the attack together a bit bit better because at the moment it's just. Like we say, it's just too disjointed and it's just not quite slow as well in the build-up army. Like it's just. Mm-hmm. But who would, who would you get as a number ten though? Like off the top of your head. I mean, the, the one player that we've been linked with heavily, and I, I don't think it'll happen. Like, but is uh, Marcus Madison of uh, Peterborough. Um, they won a fair few quid for him though, don't yeah, they? Yeah, uh, yeah. So I, both, I doubt that both <laughs> him and, and Ivan Tony have got no real reason to leave now. And if they do, Peter Brook can charge whatever charge they want. Whatever because, they want yeah. like He's been said, banging them in that Tony, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah, so it was funny actually we were saying the other week that I looked at the League One top scorers. So three of the top four are Peterborough players. Um, Madison's on nine. Uh, Ivan Tony is joint on 12 with another player for Peterborough. And I don't know if he's a, left, uh, a full-back or a centre-back, but... He's a defender what, for, for Peterborough, Peterborough, and he's joint top They've scorer. They've always scored the goals, Peterborough. Though, um, yeah. So it's just absolutely mental to think that they're absolutely banging him in. No, so. we drill that out of him as soon as they come in. Oh right? yeah, it's <laughs> like no Marcus Madison and Tony, and they've score for the second <laughs> half of the season. But yeah, no, I think I'd have to agree with you on a number ten. Um, you know, if I think of the three we had during Karanka's period of Tomlin. Tomlin um, was a great player. I thought. I thought he was really good. Yeah, really good. Tomlin, Fabrini, and uh, Ramirez. Ramirez, yeah. Um, you know, there were. They were all great at that position, and they were all. You could just tell by watching qualities. them, couldn't you? Yeah. yeah, you could tell by watching them that they just knew what they were going to do with the ball. Yeah. And then now we're just we're really missing that link, I think, between the midfield and the attack because it's just all a bit. And even even though Johnny Woodgate didn't really want to play a four-two-three, one he wants to play a sort of a four-three-three with a, mm. a holding midfielder and two centre mids. Someone like that would still fit in that system anyway. Yeah, easy. So even if you want to switch between a four-three-three and a four-two-three-one, it'd massively help. Um, and then if you know. I know we were saying we're only allowed one in that, but if you were to get a wide man in as well, um, with that, you know, imagine the, the centre attack midfield are picking it up, and you've got players bombing on either side. There's no one, no pace, one doing that now. Yeah, yeah, the lack of pace in the squad, like that's been apparent for how many years now? How many years have fans been saying we need number ten? 
yeah. and some pace. We need obviously better. That's what I mean. We need some when, things up front. Even when just, we had uh, Traore, it was like, well, who's who's feeding him? Other than him, like yeah, yeah. he was feeding himself. He exactly, was pick, yeah. he was picking it up by right back. There was a point in games where five we, people, yeah. we were literally just passing to him. Yeah. Like, like, we, that was the only <laughs> option we had. We were just passing to Traore. I mean, it worked, like, but yeah. <laughs> but it's mad. It? it should have been the case that he is absolutely flying down the wing and someone picks up a brilliant ball and he, he's through on goal because yeah, yeah. of his pace but what he had to do was he had to come deep to get it and then take on five or six people and obviously the majority of the time it wouldn't happen even, no matter how quick you are yeah. people around you tackling you then, um, yeah it was just funny with Traore it was a, a brilliant time but also a weird time because we, we we were rubbish but yeah he was um, the only shining light really wasn't he yeah it was uh, good going to the matches just just, just wondering just wondering what he's going to do yeah but um it was, uh, I remember going to see him actually um, in the Prem though he wasn't obviously as effective because that year in the Championship when he started actually scoring goals was was the best we got out of him but um, in the, the Prem I remember going to a game against Liverpool we got beat 3-0 mm-hmm. um, and very very simple and very easy now when looking back on it but all Klopp done was just doubled up, double up with him, yeah, yeah and, and just that's all the same to do in the just, Premier League, just, wasn't it? Just nullified his threat completely. Then he, nullified the whole Borough team. I don't think I don't think he touched the ball in the whole game. Mm. Um, and then you've got Adam Lallana, another centre attack midfielder, absolutely running the show. Um, I think he scored two that night as well, and then set up the third. Um, but yeah, that's the small things, isn't it? Like the small things in games that can win you the games, not them little tactical changes. But like, I just feel like Woodgate. At the moment in time, he just doesn't have it in his locker for me personally. Yeah, and it, he's and a even, bit inept, isn't he? Yeah, and even if kind of you do have that thought process of being like, okay, I want to do that. It's it's that week then making sure it's drilled into the players, yeah. knowing exactly what, what where they need do. to be. Yeah. Um, so like getting out on the training field and actually placing them in the positions where they need to be and and creating scenarios basically. And I don't know, obviously, go down and probably personally view it at, at Rockliffe, but yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it's it's one of them where you wonder actually if they're actually doing that. I remember they put a training video out. They put a few the on having the. Uh, um, and I can't remember what they were doing, but the, the, you know some of the comments. Some of the, co- yeah, some some of the comments were brilliant on it. And it was like, um, you know, why are we doing that? We actually need to score goals because it was like we were just passing it around and playing. Um, one two and stuff. Yeah, like that, yeah. Um, and it was like, why is no one? Why is there no shooting drills? <laughs> <laughs> Still miss. Yeah, um, but yeah, just just classing it, but. Um, so the, ne- the next bit I want to want to come on to really is just kind of um, to move away from from this season really and, and talk about your life as as a Borough fan really. So I want to start with um, what was your your first game and, and your memories of it. I think this was my first game. It was definitely in this year, like two thousand and five ish. Okay. Um, do you know? What? I think it was when. Danny Graham scored his first Premier League goal. I think it was, okay, against, was yeah. it against Charlton. Was it against Charlton? I'm sure it was a 2 2 draw, sorry, against Charlton. Okay. Went with my granddad in the, uh, in the West End. I think, yeah, I'm sure it was. I'm sure right, it was, okay. yeah. February, Danny February time, Danny Graham, yeah, late, late header. Uh, 2 all because I think Quidru played him through or crossed it in, sorry. Right, okay. I always remember that. Remember my first game. Pretty Shoot entertaining Charlotte. game, two all for a yeah, yeah. It was a decent game, yeah. Back when I, we were, I think my, okay. I think my first actually it wasn't my first game. It was my first game as a season ticket holder. Um, we played Newcastle at home, and I think that was a two all draw. And we scored late on yeah, Jimmy Floyd. Yeah, Jimmy Floyd, that's about, yeah. Um, but yeah, those games, even that's a draw, and you, you kind of look back and you think you, you know, like team to win. Yeah. It's um, there's entertainment, there's excitement in the game, isn't there? Um, the atmosphere in the stadium was just totally different, wasn't it? Like, oh yeah, to what it, I know, obviously. It's, all in hindsight, like you said, and obviously we were in the Premier League at that time, but it was just a really good time to be a Borough fan, wasn't it? Yeah, <laughs> I remember walking to the games um, in my first season, which had been been around that year, so you're saying 2005, I think I got my season ticket, um, it'll have been that year, so I got my first season ticket in 04, 05, yeah, which was the year Ram after we won the cup, well, yeah. um, so it was that same year. Um, or four, or four, or five. Um, and we finished. When we finished seventh. What was the year we beat Chelsea three nil? I think that was the first year I had my season ticket. Right. Beat, I think that was. A, should th- we beat Chelsea? I think that was a little. I think that was a little bit after. It was a little um, bit after. Yeah, I think it was a little bit later on. Maybe two thousand six, yeah, seven. Maybe. I think that was the first. Obviously, first year I had my season ticket. But yeah. that was the first game I went to at the Riverside. Yeah. I always remember Danny Graham scoring for some reason. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. The, atm- the atmosphere is back in those days. I remember sort of. Walking down the road from the Navi, and people were singing like yeah, on the there'd way be a to buzz, the ground. Yeah. Like there was actually well, like 
real singing like on the way to the ground like imagine singing on the way to the ground now you would ever yeah um you'd be like obviously just think someone's wrecked yeah, wouldn't you yeah. and you, but yeah it was just um it was kind of that we'd almost got the expectation we were going to beat anyone really um we'd give anyone a game yeah. I, I always remember um do you remember our, our friend cookie yeah and yeah. he got tickets when we were in secondary school we were see borough against liverpool and he was giving me thingy all week saying, oh, we're going to be... I'm sure we won 2-1 or something like that. Yeah, but I, remember we, it, I remember the we, game, we, um, yeah, 2-1, yeah. We, uh, we'd give anyone a game on, on our day. We could we could play play well. Yeah, I remember, I think, um, sort of, I used to go with my brother back then um, and his mates who were all um, a bit older than us and they used to kind of ask me, you know, what do you think the score's going to be today? Um, and I'd be, you know, I'd say something like, you know, uh, we're going to be Villa 3-0 or whatever. And the, and the laugh, but it was kind of like they were laughing that... You know, I was kind of that optimistic, and and but it was actually true in a sense where they kind of yeah. believed it, but they didn't want to believe it because they've been used to Borough being rubbish for so long. Um, and I remember just even like the UEFA Cup games, it was kind of like um, I was kind of just saying, you know, we're going to absolutely we're, we're going to beat these teams in the UEFA Cup we've never heard of, and that's the first time they've they'd seen yeah. it in the UEFA Cup. So um, yeah. yeah, it was a bit all a bit mental, really. So. Crazy looking back on it now, isn't it? No, oh, definitely. The team yeah. we had and stuff, it was just. Mm. Proper lucky. Um, so following on from that, then, uh, what would you say your favourite game of all time was? It's been a fair few. Um, I think. I, know, the, I think I might know. I mean, a lot of people say the same things. Um, but the one on. I absolutely loved, and I remember it. I, was, I remember being when I get home, and I just had a big smile on my face, and we beat Manchester United four one. All right. Okay. Um, I wasn't expecting you to say that one. But which one? Did you, were you going to expect me to say something different? Like, yeah. Which yeah. one? I, I thought you were going to maybe say the either the quarter or semi-finals of the UEFA Cup. Yeah. See, I didn't go to the semi-final one. I went to the quarter-final one. All right. Yeah. Didn't get a chance to go to the semi-final one, but. I just liked that Manchester United game because we actually did batter them for like the full 90 <laughs> yeah. minutes. Like, I've first, I think it was the second time I've seen us play Man United and we just absolutely played them off the park, I think. Mendy, yeah, was Yeah, Mendy, yeah, he got that first goal when Edwin van der Sar led it through his, um, mm. his arms. But yeah, that was definitely definitely my favourite game. And Ronaldo scored that later, yeah. didn't he? Yeah. That was a quality game, that. Yeah. Obviously, the 8-1 was... That was a special Eight one man City, that was a good one. That was a good game, but everyone picks that one, don't they? Mm. Um, there's been loads of decent games. Did you did you manage to go to, um, I mean, obviously, Kansas City first game was in 2005 there, so um, it won't have been that you went, but I was going to say, did you go to the, the Carling Cup final? But I didn't, mate, no, yeah. but I, I watched it. Watched right. it all, yeah. Watched yeah. every single second of it. Yeah, it's a bit weird, because um, <clears throat> when sort of I I got asked that question by, by Johnny when I was first on a year at E. He asked me, um, you know, what was your favourite game? And really, we we should say the the only cup final we've ever won. Yeah, because <laughs> I was yeah, there, but it was, yeah. um, but it was kind of like I remember from the quarter and semi finals of those uh, those two European games. It was absolutely insane, um, the atmosphere, and also just that it was it was Borough going to a. A, a final of yeah, a major, European, yeah, yeah, major European tournament, tournament. Yeah, exactly. I don't when, think when it, will that ever happen again? Oh, yeah, it'll be a long time. <laughs> uh, don't, long don't, time. don't think it, but I don't think it probably will happen. I, I, I not never know, know what's going to happen in football, <laughs> but um, yeah, I mean, I don't think it'll fully hit you until years later and, and kind of um, when you, you look realize, back on it, yeah, yeah, and you kind of realize, um, you know, how good it was, but uh. I remember just just during that game, it was kind of like this subtle belief, even when we were like three 0 down. Yeah, especially because especially because we've just, just done it once in the quarters as well. Um, and I remember I think Macaroni scored just before half time, and we went down in the concourse. And my brother said, "What what do you think? Do you reckon we'll do it again?" And I just looked and I was thinking, you know, what, I think we will. If we hadn't got a goal before half time, though, I, I don't think it would have happened. Yeah. But it was you just count the second half and. Put three away. Was it Viduka? Viduka. Riggett. So Macaroni got the first, then Viduka, yeah, then Riggett, and, and then, then Macaroni again. Yeah. Um, what, what a picture that is, no, the still of him where he's just like midair like that and yeah. getting his head onto his beautiful yeah. bonds. <laughs> Unreal, isn't it? It's, um, I mean, even in the quarterfinals uh, as well, uh, who scored in that time, obviously Macaroni got the last one again. Um, Jimmy Floyd's goal from the edge of the box where he just, yeah. he just banged it. Um, I think it's got. I think Viduka. I think sure Viduka got another one. Yeah, Viduka yeah. got another one in that. Um, I don't know who else. I would say got. I can't think off the top of my head. Maybe maybe Viduka again, or you, or maybe even Yakubu. Yeah. But 
yeah um great times it's uh like you said I, 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 I said to you before we came and i didn't know that um you know the first half was going to be um doom and gloom doom and gloom and then the second half is looking back on all the, the happy times yeah. but um so it comes to kind of the, the business end of it then um and i want to kind of get your thoughts on your borough all-time one to eleven um you can include any kind of subs if you had to leave someone out a uh, captain and uh, right. the manager so fire away um so probably going goal randolph yeah just for me personally just because some of the saves he's made over the past few seasons and the points he's obviously saved us and stuff i think he's been i think he's been absolutely awesome um, not mark schwarzer <sighs> See, uh, Schwarter was <laughs> min- like he was really, yeah. really, really like something else. But yeah, just this is just my personal preference. Yeah. That's all. No, that's just fine, thought yeah. I pick Randolph. Yeah. Um, right back. Remember Luke Young? <laughs> I knew you. Were, I knew you were going to say only because that. remember that goal he scored against Spurs. Yeah, and yeah. that was just an absolute screamer, man. No, I just we, loved uh, him from ever, ever since. We 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 laugh uh, if you're on the podcast because everyone we ask, um, whether it be on here or just kind of in general, and we're all chatting. Um, everyone says Luke Young, and I think it's mad because he, he just had one season. I here, know, but and he, he must have made that much of a lasting impact. That every though, every other, he? I say right back. We haven't had many of them. Any person we've converted to go right back, um, obviously just hasn't made the cut. I mean, yeah. uh, we had Insuay there for years. Joseph Vargas played there wasn't times, too bad. And, um, just just so many players. Justin Hoyt and so many players that came and gone at that. It's a, a cursed position for us. Yeah. That Luke Young who's played, are played, played one bit. season almost twelve years ago. <laughs> it was like quality the, though, wasn't he? Yeah, no, I, 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 picked, yeah, yeah. I picked him for Did mine. You pick yeah. Him as well? yeah. yeah, I picked him for mine. I, yeah. I was just racking my brain. I was like, who, who else? Like, and obviously, I was kind of going for who I've seen in the flesh as well. Yeah, and there's not been that many that have stood out like yeah. off the top of my head. And he was just the first one because like, he was a solid player, really good player. Yeah, yeah, no, great choice. Um, centre back. Gonna go for the old current manager, okay. Woodgate, because he was somewhere yeah. else when he was in his prime. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say second centre back Southgate, just because obviously all the gates. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Woodgate and Southgate, yeah. Only obviously Borough captain to lift a cup, really, isn't it? I think he is, isn't he? Yeah, like yeah, yeah. Obviously major one. Um, left back. See, left back was a bit of a struggle. I think I picked Quadru, just because he was a solid. That, I th- actually, I think I might have went. Pogates at the time, which did he uh, slot in at left back? Yeah, did he, did he, um, he did play centre back as, as well at times. But um, yeah, I think I went Pogates at the time, which I got a bit, got a bit of stick for. But uh, yeah, quite, I think about probably in hindsight now, Quadri was a, yeah. a real good player. Um, I think I went centre mid, Boating. Absolutely loved him. He'd run through a bloody brick house for you. He did yeah. non-stop all. I remember just yeah. going every going with me granddad I'm like granddad who was that there he just didn't stop running there like he was just all over the shop yeah. quality player um, I can't think of the formation I went I think I went right mid I had Mendier yeah and he was obviously Good choice when he turned up he was just something else he didn't do it often like oh, yeah. but when he did turn up he was ex-Bas- just ex-Barca coming to Borough Lazio wasn't it and then Lazio he, as well yeah that wasn't the ambassador the year before on loan or something wasn't he mm. and come to Borough so that, that was a massive sign and he, he was you could just tell he was just miles better than anyone else, really, couldn't you? Yeah, than anyone else we've ever had. Yeah. Um, sort of play for Borough, yeah. Uh, who did I go? I think left mid. See, I was stuck between Zenden and Downing. Mm. Just because, obviously, Downing being the old local boy, and obviously he was quality back in the day. Like, there's no... You can't argue, really. But, I don't know, Zenden was just... He could play Zenden. Like, he was a proper... I used to love Zenden he as, was a, as a kid. Mate, yeah, yeah, he was, was so first good. My first Borough top, maybe um, second Borough top, I, I got it, Zenden's name on the back, and I, I, I used to wear it every day. It was, yeah, and uh, it was that season, obviously you're saying that where that Charlton game was when we had that um, away kit where it was like white with the sort of the burgundy, yeah, the burgundy thing, of, yeah. Uh, sleeves, and uh, I had Zenden 32 on the back of that, and I absolutely loved it. Um, he's like my favourite player I was gutted when he left was it Liverpool was yeah, it Liverpool I, I think, think it was I picked him up on gutted, a free yeah. as well we got him, I'm sure we did yeah um, yeah so he went to like Liverpool after and then Chelsea and a good player though he was a quality player him. really yeah. good uh, right who did I go I think I went d- 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 obviously I'll say attacking mid Janino obviously he's got to Janino has to be in there doesn't he self explanatory really Um 
two strikers. I think I went for. I had it all jotted down. I can't remember now. Uh, Jimmy Floyd, because obviously the two seasons was he two seasons? I think it was two seasons, wasn't it? I think it was here for two yeah, seasons. He scored. Like I think that, he yeah. double figures in both. I think it was like eighteen and sixteen. So he was yeah. banging them in. And I'm gonna go for just for Duga because okay. he was That's just he, he just do things that I were think just it's like. Uh, Kind of like Crazy. a four-four-two there, um, with obviously Zend and Mendier, and then Botang and Engineerio sent the mid, and then uh, Duke and Arsbank up front. I think that'd be quite a formidable it's team diver, against yeah. against anyone. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Um, Yakubu nar- narrowly missed out. Yeah. Only reason I left him out was some games he was just an absolute like just liability. He was just so lazy. Yeah. Some, some game like later on in his obviously career, he was just. Um, I remember. I think um, towards the end of, uh, I think it would have been the next season because I think. That first season, the Viduga and Hasselbank, we signed them two in that same summer. And then the year after, we signed Ikubu. Um, and obviously, they were the three strikers. And we obviously used to play a 4 4 2 back then. Um, and it was kind of who would you pick out, out of those three? And I remember, um, I think, watching a game on a away game on Sky, and that they'd done kind of a, a graphic where it had, you know, different partnerships and who, you know, scored and assisted between the most. Um, and Viduka and Hasselbank's combination came out the best, and then it was um, Viduka and Yakubu, hmm. and then Hasselbank and Yakubu were like the lowest kind of. So you can't you kind of yeah. seeing where it where it worked that Viduka was great at holding up the ball, and he'd really sort of work well with the Jimmy Floyd. Yeah. Um, and then even when he he played with Yakubu, he'd help him out a lot. But then when it was Yakubu and and thing, Yakubu wanted to be what Jimmy was, you know yeah. what I mean? So that didn't quite work together. So. Yeah, looking back now, like them th- having them three strikers at the club at one time, it like you just, we were proper lucky. You just didn't realize it at the time, did you? But looking yeah. back now, and you think, God, they were all I think didn't quality players that summer. Is it, I'm sure we got both of them on a on a free. Sure, sure, Jimmy Floyd Hasselbank was a free, wasn't he? Yeah, I remember yeah. Jimmy Floyd was. Um, did we pay Portsmouth for Yakubu? Yeah, yeah, we did, didn't we? Yeah, yeah. it was maybe seven, seven mil seven or something, mil, yeah. Yeah, and at different times of different money yeah. and so on. But I think seven mil now, George Shavell. Okay, um, <laughs> seven mil. Oh, that's going to give me nightmares, that mate. So, don't. <laughs> um, but, but yeah, that them three. Then even that, you had your fourth striker um, was Massimo Macaroni, who was then turned into folklore legend yeah, at the club, who wasn't even getting a sniff sub. in the league. Um, and he scores two last gas legend uh, winners in a quarter final and semi final of the FA Cup. It's, uh, yeah, I mean, he wasn't even the first choice. I'm going to say, yeah, he wasn't even third choice, I, was he? I think that was the the main um, mistake for me uh, in the the final that we started him. And it, it would have been harsh on him not on the Euro- Europa the, League, yeah, yeah, the, the Euro Cup final, yeah, because he'd done so well in in the last two games. I think he actually started the semi as well um, from his performance in the quarter, but. I think it was, it was maybe wrong of Steve McLaren to start him in the final because I know it's kind of all a jinx, but we kind of started him right mid, which then he wasn't really effective in that yeah. position. Whereas when he was came on in the other games, he was kind of we were just going for it, so everyone was just up front. But yeah. then because he had to be in a, a tactical position and actually like track back against him, Sevilla, yeah. obviously that they just awesome. absolutely annihilated yeah. us. So um, we're quite injury hit that, for that game as well, weren't we? I think so. I think so. Yeah, because um, oh, I remember we were in the semi-finals as well of the FA Cup, weren't we? So we had yeah, like a we, huge build-up yeah, of did, fixtures. Yeah. So I think uh, I remember going to a league game against Everton, and Everton were doing really bad that year, and they nearly nearly got relegated. Um, and we basically fielded like a C team or something against against Everton. We had the Yakubu up front, and then everyone else was just like we had Can all the kids coming through. Yeah. We had like Josh Walker sent him in, and, and like I think James Morrison was just. Um, I think he he sort of broke it in the team a little like bit Andrew by Taylor then. But and stuff like Andrew Taylor, we had we had the kids out, and yeah. Everton scored like a sort of a goal there on and beat us one nil. Um, and it, they were coming out of the stadium buzzing. People were just like, "Well, yeah, you've just beat Borussia C team, well done." <laughs> um, but yeah, I think because we had that on the Saturday, and then I think. Um, I think on the Thursday we would have had the, the second semi-final yeah. against Stour. Um and then on the Sunday it would have been like the semi-final of the just took its toll um, didn't it the fixtures yeah so that's that, what yeah. I mean it, 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 obviously we lost the semi against West Ham and all we would have needed was either to get in the final um, of the FA Cup or win the UEFA Cup final we'd have been back in the UEFA Cup the next year and both things we Bottled. we didn't do yeah because <laughs> um, obviously Liverpool were in the final that year the FA Cup and they already 
to Cuba Champions League football. Gerard scored that. That screamer, yeah. Or it was like a three all yeah. three all game, wasn't it? Yeah. Um but all we needed was either one of those two things, but it was just it was just beyond us in a sense. Um Marlon Harewood scored against us for West Ham. Jesus. And then I mean the UEFA Cup was I was out of our depth, I think. Um who was Sevilla it? were just a I can't think uh, Danny Alves would have been there, would he? Yeah, Danny um, Alves was there. I can't you know, Lewis Fabiano would have been there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um striker used to play for Tottenham. Names eluded me. Um I can't think off the top of my head, but they did have a quality team though, yeah. didn't they? Uh, they did the and then minutes. they went into the Super Cup against Barcelona that year and beat them. Didn't say the three well, nil, yeah. 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 So, so they were obviously a quality team. Oh yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, can't think of the other top of my head now. There was a fair few decent players in there. Yeah. Uh, I, I mean, what would have been funny is if you actually won that game. Um, we pro- yeah, probably <laughs> never played. We probably. I don't think we've ever played Barca. I imagine unless it's been some definitely not in a competitive match. Yeah, definitely, definitely not. Yeah. Um, and it would have just been funny to see Chris Riggett defending <laughs> against who would have had at the time, Ronaldinho, Eto'o. Eto'o, yeah. Um, it would have been laughable. I'd, just imagine, imagine. <laughs> I don't know what the scoreline would have been if, if we were 4-0 to Sevilla. I don't know what it would have been against, against Barca. Um, <laughs> broke a record for European Super Cups or something. But yeah, no, it's, uh, it's mental. But I think that kind of um, wraps things up then. So um, thanks for, yeah, thanks thanks for your time, Louis. But... As always, um, you know, thanks for listening to the podcast, guys, and uh, hope you've enjoyed um, sort of the content we've provided today. But um, you know, give a, a like on all of our channels um, and sort of all the platforms that you put the podcast out on. Um, hopefully, things get better this season. Um, as good. as Louis said, it's a weekend weekend ruiner. Um, so yeah, that's all we can do. Up the butter. Want support? Curtis Fleming is there on the edge of the area. Fleming for Craig Hignett. Hit it, Higgy. Higgy hits the track. Ravanelli coming alive again. Janino wants the ball played to him. Ravanelli spots out. Emerson!